0: Hey, what's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning into this episode of the podcast. I'm stoked for today's episode. I was able to finally connect with Phil from down to mob overland and he lives in the uh, Phoenix area and I'm up here in Sedona. So he came up for the past couple of days and we did a lot of truck camping and running around in the snow. It's been crazy cold temperatures with evening temps getting as low as like, I think last night was down to like 15 or something like that. So Um, but Phil brought his truck up. He's got the Exploring Elements truck. For those who have followed that truck online, um, it was featured in Outside Magazine back, and I think it was, I think Phil said like 2014, and a a bunch of other stuff online, and there was a a guy that built it who was a professional photographer and podcaster and blogger and all that stuff, so uh, he ended up selling it, and Phil's the guy who picked it up, so he's carrying on that legacy and then adding a few extra things to the truck, and We go into all that information and just uh, also talk about why he decided to hit the road for a life of adventure at at a young age. So uh, let's go ahead and, and dive into the podcast and thanks for tuning in. All right. So today I got Phil with me from down to mob. We're actually chilling in his custom truck box camper on his Dodge Ram. Is it a 2,500
1: Ram? 2,500. Yeah. Yeah.
0: 2001, 24 valve. Nice, man. This rig is sweet. It's all custom. Currently outside, I mean, the temperature gauge is saying it's like 32, but it feels more like about zero.
1: Yeah. What is it inside? Let's check here. By the way, what's up, everybody? Really stoked to be on the podcast. We're running a solid 68.5 degrees inside. That's awesome. Yeah, so not bad at all.
0: Yeah, this makes the cold-weather camping endeavors pretty easy to do.
1: Yeah. (laughs) The diesel heater is sweet. Yeah, it's hooked up to the regular fuel tank, so it'll go through
0: three, four gallons in like a week maybe. Oh, that's it? Yeah, it's it's awesome. Well, and it's nice that it's hooked up to there. That way you don't have to have extra fuel that you're carrying just to put inside it. or have to worry about it running out or anything like
1: that yeah no you literally don't even think about it it takes a little bit of electricity but not not much at all the fridge is the main thing because of... with the solar that we got
0: to think about nice
1: but yeah it's sick to be out here in the snow like i've never really camped in the snow
0: like this yeah and wake up this morning it's like open the door it's like all the snow on the ground and everything and yeah man this is and everything looks different like all the red rocks look different the trees are all covered in snow is a cool contrast with it. It looked like a totally different spot. It yeah, crazy. it did. Yeah. So I woke up. I'm like, man, this place is great. And yeah. I knew coming up here to this this podium <laughs> site would be even sicker. Yeah,
1: this is cool. Yeah, yeah, Coda, my my pup was looking out the window
0: like, where did we go overnight? <laughs> <laughs> Transformed to a winter wonderland. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. So what what got you into thinking about living in vehicles full time? Because you had a Sun Raider before this.
1: Yeah. So first, I had four years ago, I bought a Jeep. Uh, four-door jeep and i originally actually got into that from rc crawling and doing rc cars and i realized like oh i should probably do this in the real world too so i got the jeep and i started crawling a bunch and and i realized over time like that i really just liked camping i liked getting out to the spots i wanted to stay there though like all my buddies i'd go crawling with it'd be like a day trip and I'd be like, can't we just stay? Can't we just stay in this sweet spot? Why are we leaving? <laughs> yeah. So then I got a trailer, adventure trailer with a rooftop tent. And that was fun. I didn't really need that much space, though. And I didn't really like towing a trailer. And then I got the Sun Raider. It's a perfectly working RV. Old, 31 years old. But everything worked inside. And I ripped it all apart with this grand vision of this perfect adventure mobile. And I did a lot of work to it, but I realized I like, was way in over my head. And really what I wanted to do was just travel. So bought this rig May, yeah, last year, Overland Expo. Mm-hmm. And uh, sold the Sun Raider and doing some little refinements to this rig, but it feels like home now. It's it's really sweet. Yeah, so.
0: this place is awesome. Yeah. So so with your background before you started getting out on the road and, and doing all these fun things before that you actually owned a motorcycle shop for a little bit is that right
1: yeah so i i had it was called down to mob that's kind of where the name came from and and all my buddies would just always say hey you down to mob like you want to go ride and it was like all right that's a cool name for the shop but mm-hmm. yeah we, we bought and sold used dirt bikes and parts we parted out the bikes and sold them on ebay and then slowly started getting a little bit more business going and and got into a brick and mortar shop and that was fun for a few years it never really made me a ton of money but I was all in it for the lifestyle and then my business partner decided he wanted to go some you know separate ways so I went into the financial industry which was awesome and and a blessing for sure and yeah learned a lot there but a lot of things I learned in like financial planning was like talking to people about retirement and what they want to do when they stop working and a lot of them didn't know and, and they didn't have a good answer. And that that's freaked me out a lot, to be honest with you. Cause I thought like, well, shoot, I'd want to travel and I would want to see, you know, Alaska and, and all the country and Canada and I'd want to just see some spots.
0: And I'm like, well, wait, why don't I just do that right now? So that's kind of what it came down to. That's awesome. man. was just do it now. Yeah. That's that, that was my mindset when I had the road, out mic. I got to do it now. This is my opportunity. Yeah. You know, I'm still young. I still feel pretty good. Yeah. my body's still capable of doing all the things I want it to do. Yeah. And I w- I always thought I'm like, well, you know, worst case scenario, I can always go back and work. Totally. I have a, I have a degree. I'm not yeah. a dumbass. My resume looks good. So I can go back if I wanted to, mm-hmm. but but if I did, I'd go back with different perspective. Totally. You know? Cause being out here now for almost four years, it's just been, it's been an eye opener. Yeah, for sure.
1: No, yeah. that word too, like perspective, it's all about perspective and, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people, like, when they're thinking about trying to do this or trying to go out, like, they – and me, too. Like, I want, like, the perfect rig. And the more I've learned just going out and doing it is – that's the important part is just doing it. That's why it's cool to see you, like, four years into it, just still going strong and, and just, like, settling into that lifestyle of, like – Doing everything possible that you want to do. Anything that pops into your head that you want to do, I'm
0: sure you do it within yeah. a month or two. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> right? oh, it's, oh, dude, it's so nice. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I finally got past that point. Yeah. I, I've told you before, you know, the podcast here that a couple times I'll, uh, like, I'd be out on, like, a Tuesday morning having, a, having an absolute blast, like, fly fishing, catching amazing trout or wheeling in some cool area or hiking in some some other area. And I'd feel bad about posting it on social media because I'd be like, dude, all my friends are at work. And I, yeah. I don't want it to be like, hey, you know, I'm throwing it in their face, but I wanted to share it with everybody because it's like such such killer stuff. Yeah. And I finally got past that Monday through Friday schedule that's been ingrained in us mm-hmm. since day one, since we were born. And I got past that. And now I look at work as like projects instead of like a, you know, I got to be in the office 40 hours a week or whatever. Yeah. Now I look at it as projects, like video projects or yeah. podcasts or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. So, I feel like I've evolved a little bit finally on the road because, dude, for so long, I would just be like, oh, it's Monday morning and like, that nah, is chill, man. Yeah. Go so yeah. up the hammock and just kick back. Yeah. It
1: takes a lot, a lot of time and, and a lot of effort to get in that mindset, too. Because yeah. when I had my business, that was my mindset, kind of was I wanted to grow that. I had different projects. It didn't matter if it was Sunday, you know, midday and I was, it was a weekend. I didn't care. I was always working on something when I was stoked about it. And then, to get back into like the nine to five for a few years and then kind of try to jump back out of it. It's, it takes some work, but it's, it's so fulfilling when you, when you just have projects. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I like that a lot rather than you got to start here and stop here. Cause my i get stoked at different times and yeah it's, it's i'm the
0: same way And it's like yeah. you know and, and then then again i don't look at the weekends as like sacred days anymore i'm like hey if i got to work on the weekend it's no big deal it's like yeah let's kind of work when needed yeah and it's, it's much more flexible that way that way you can bounce wherever yeah you know and you're you're rigged i mean this is four by four What's your, what are your, what tires are you running?
1: So I just put on, they had 33s before. Now I have the 35 inch Toyo open country, the mud trains. Nice. I went with the mud train. Cause like, I don't know. I figured I wanted that little extra meat. Yeah. It's not as good. I think I'm going to put a lot of highway miles on it, but I really, honestly, I love the way they sound on the highway. I love the, I love everything about a mud train that some people might not even. so
0: And then what, what's your lift? Is it a five inch? So it's actually, um, it's, I believe it's like two
1: inches, but it's not much of a lift on it. It's just got the icon coilovers, bring it up, a, you know, a couple inches. And then the main thing with the rear to the, the Hellwig overload assist springs and the sway bar hold the right, weight really well. So it doesn't squat like at all, even with the dirt bike on the back and yeah, the rig's working out really well. Um, and that's really the, that's, I almost want to call it a toy hauler, which isn't quite It's kind of deceiving because everyone thinks a trailer, but you know, you got two mountain bikes on the roof rack, dirt bike on the back. I don't have the inflatable paddleboard cause there's nowhere to go, but I, that'll be in here too. You know, oh. it's just, it carries all the toys and it gives you enough space to be comfortable. Oh yeah. That's what I want. Dude,
0: the comfort in here. This is, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like a little hotel room. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's one thing I love too, is it's just the two of us now, but Yeah. The other night we had six people and two dogs. Yep, and it didn't really—I mean,
0: it didn't really feel cramped. It feels a little tight, maybe, but yeah. But you know, it's like camping and stuff like this. You expect to be in smaller spaces. You know, exactly. We realize we're not going to like the resort, you know, on Guna Beach or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's that's pretty cool.
1: And you have even—it's weird—the times I've had this thing like with people inside. You have the conversations you have. I feel like being. A little bit closer proximity. It's just different. It's it's a different experience. It's all, it's like a fort. It's you know? like a fort. It's <laughs> yeah, a great, it's a great way to put it. Like all your friends. I mean, it's literally how you feel again. Is everybody comes <laughs> here? Like what? Yeah. What is this? this is weird. you got a fridge. Oh, you got a <laughs> sink. You got what? You got lights. <laughs> <laughs> a heater.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> you got everything you need. Yeah, that's cool. Well, going back to you know you, you you had said that when you were working in the financial world. Yeah. You you'd meet with these people and they get to close to that, that retirement age where they could financially retire. Yeah. And like, they they really would say like, we have no idea what we want to do.
1: Oh, all the time, all the time. And there would be people too, who even were retired maybe, or, and this was all over the phone too. So I got to talk to a lot more people and I mean, thousands, you know, and there'd be some that they, they had the money coming in. They weren't working anymore. They were retired and they didn't, they just didn't do anything. And, some of them felt, some of them sounded pretty happy with it. Some of them, and I mean, it's a very generalized, you know, things. It's so many people, but overall, the people I found that I was like the most envious of or that I wanted to model my life after were the people that said retirement. Oh, that's a, that's a weird word. I haven't really thought much about that. I mean, I love what I do. You know, I might slow down in a few years or, but you know, they didn't want to stop working. And I think work too. That's a weird word to use, but I, I think that's kind of what I want is something I'm just stoked about. And I think that helps you live longer.
0: I think that helps you be
1: healthier. Like,
0: so, dude, I would agree with all that stuff, man. Because it's all perspective is so heavily influenced by what you do for your living, you know yeah, For your occupation, it is. And if it, and if you're doing something that you don't like, mm-hmm. like your life isn't just gonna, it's not gonna, it's not gonna fall into place. Like you're gonna be unhappy, yeah, because that's the majority of your time commitment. And if it's going towards something that you don't believe in or something that you're not inspired with, it can affect other areas of your life pretty heavily. Totally. You know,
1: I think, yeah, some people are afraid to like take the jump, whether it be going on the road full time or going to a new job or, and I like, I've learned to kind of, I'm still scared about that. Don't get me wrong, but Uh, I've learned to kind of embrace it. Like, all right, here we go. Another challenge. Like that's more fun to me than just the same routine. Something new. I like, so I like to change it up and we'll see, I don't know how long I'll end up, you know, living in this thing, but I think a solid six months to a year of full-time in yeah. is, and after that, I feel like, I mean, it's six days after this, I'm like, all right, let's, let's go sign a contract. We'll do a couple years. <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. Man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. What did you do to prepare for, for hitting the road full-time or what are you doing? Cause you're not fully on the road yet. You're just, you're just yeah. about. But, yeah. but like, what, what steps have you gone through? Cause everybody asks me that. They're like, Hey, yeah. you know, I want to go on the road and I want to have this amazing experience and all this stuff that they hear about, about, yeah. you know, being out here and traveling full time. But they always get hung up to like, what do I do to prep for it?
1: Yeah.
0: And, and, and one of my obvious ones is like, you gotta go out and camp in your vehicle and see if you like it. Like <laughs>
1: that's, I think a big one that people don't even
0: <laughs> yeah. think about. Yeah. And they, they see the van life stuff on Instagram. They go, mm-hmm. I want to do that without ever doing it. Yeah. You know, they don't know all the, all the other stuff that like, you know, the downtime that you have and Mm -hmm. some of the things that might not be as fun.
1: Yeah, no, it's so true. I think it can be Instagram's a really great thing, obviously, like social media, YouTube's how we met. And that's so cool. But and it can be good to motivate you, too. But you have to be real about your expectations for it, too. But I think for me, how I prepared the main thing, like everyone says, is downsizing, selling things learning to live with less right away when you, that's the easiest thing you can do today. If you're listening to like the podcast right now and you're like, I want to try to see if I could even do this. Well, start by downsizing. I think that's a good start. Yep. Um, also like at the same time as that, I don't even want to say it comes after that, but saving of course, like I don't really have, I have a couple ways, you know, a couple jobs and things lined up along my route. I don't really know how long everything's going to last, but I have a little bit of savings and and it's made me comfortable enough to take the leap and whatever that number is for you, you know, it's everyone's different, but I think that's good. Have a little bit of a cushion, but yeah, get out, do see what you like. I think the biggest thing too is you don't need the perfect rig. I think going out in a rig that you have already or that you can afford is a great way to learn like what you want. And that's what I, I feel like I did that with the Jeep a lot mm-hmm. and I learned like, okay, I don't want a trailer. I want a camper on the back and I don't need tons of
0: storage space other than the toys really. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I'd say you accomplish it with this for sure. Yeah, for sure. Man. Yeah. That's great. You know, um, another thing I, I always tell people is like, along <laughs> with the physical minimalism that you have to kind of put yourself in that mindset, I also tell people that they need to get like mental. Yeah, metabolism. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, to have like a mental headspace of mm-hmm. like, you know, it's weird how being in like the, the consumer lifestyle and the consumer economy and all that stuff drives towards these false beliefs that like we always have to be striving towards buying that next greatest thing, yeah. which takes up a bunch of our time because we got to work in order to save the money to do that yeah. and all those things. And when you come out here, it's like what I did was I, I wanted to put myself in a situation to where I, I spent a lot of time alone. Because if you're alone with your thoughts, you can really sort out whatever it is, or think about new ways of thinking and change your mind on different aspects and perspectives, mm-hmm. and uh, be out here and really, it's, it's it's like it's like a self-check, and I feel like you can go through that and then come out of it as a better person, and that's like a gift to humanity, you know? Yeah, as that's like, cool. As like being like using the experience out here, not just like high-fiving and all, you know, badass pictures, but like really yeah. doing some meditation, taking care of your body. And just having a blast out here. Yeah. And it's like this the experience when I've done that because I've I've done both. I've, I've done over where I party a bunch, you know, and then I'll come back and then I'll I I'll like take real good care of myself and eat like super clean and all that stuff. And both experiences are fun, but the the one where it's like where I'm really eating clean and like hiking my ass off and working out all the time and just being outdoors nonstop, which is typically the summer. Yeah. It's like the emotional highs that you get from yeah. that, The natural highs are like, damn dude. Yeah. It's like addicting. You know, you get out yeah. in nature and next thing you know, you're like. I don't want to go back to the city. Yeah, totally. You know? And
1: And that's the stuff you want to talk about. I mean, it depends what type of person you are. There's always those people that love talking about drinking at the bars or whatever. Yeah. Me personally, yeah. I want to share the times where I push myself. And that's one thing I'm really excited about, actually. I don't know. It's a weird mix of nervous and excited to be alone, to push myself in that aspect of like and self-reliance. Yes. I think like... Huge confidence booster. Yeah. And the fact... Like I was thinking about it the other day. The reason I love like overlanding, pushing, going out a little further than everyone else is because each time you do, you gain that confidence to go further the next time. And then you're comfortable. And when you can be comfortable pushing yourself, like that's that's the ultimate. Yeah, And then that translates into work and all that stuff. So...
0: You know, another thing I like too is that after a while when you start going around all these different areas you start to develop like a a, like a flow pattern of where you're going to go like if the weather turns a certain way you're like oh i can go to that spot and it may be two states over yeah you know but you know that when you get there all the conditions are going to be good and so i I tell people like when i started uh overlanding full-time it was july of 2015 so i'm almost i'm I'm like three years seven months yeah almost four years but uh but I would stick to like one area of Colorado and then I started going into Southern Utah and then I started going to central Utah. Then I started going through like upper Western slope of Colorado and all these different mm-hmm. areas. And I made this, and then I started going to Northern New Mexico. So like my living room is all those three areas. Yeah. You know, those three states. That's cool. That's kind of the way I look at it. Yeah. And I'm like, my truck's just sleep in. Yeah. Exactly. And that's basically, it's like, my living room is being outside and like checking everything out. So exactly. <clears throat> it's kind of fun to think of it like that way. Not like I live in this house. Yeah. It's like where you live. I'm like, well, <clears throat> usually live in like New Mexico, Colorado, all over yeah. certain parts of Utah and Arizona You know, you just bounce around.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's fun funny to think that. like that. Yeah. And the verbiage like live in or live out of, yeah. like I live out of my truck. That's like, okay. I live in my truck. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. And
0: it's, you know, it was strange when I first got on the road, too. I, I would have some people I'd tell them I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, I live in my truck, you know, and yeah. they'd be like, oh. And I was like, it's my choice, dude. Like, yeah, and like, on t- and I, on top don't of it feel too, bad. Like, yeah, yeah, and on top of it, too, like, don't don't be a snobbish asshole, you know, yeah, exactly. And so and it, I did get some people every once in a while would say something, and I'd, I'd be like, <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, it's It's, yeah, I don't know, it's weird. You're clearly doing. Exactly what you want to do, and yeah. That's cool, but yeah, to your point about it's funny to hear it's it's cool to hear you like exploring Colorado so much. I think people out there too that wanna wanna go. Like, I mean, my first thought is I want to go to Alaska and I want to go far away, you know. But and then I, I realized too, like, there's a lot more in my own state I need to explore. So I think that's crazy too. Like Arizona is a great example. People think it's just desert, and there's a lot of forests. There's a lot of rivers. There's lakes there's snow <laughs> like we just yeah.
0: experienced yeah. And, and i think we're going to experience here in about an hour yeah and, uh, oh man
1: i'm excited yeah i'm excited i, I hope that more. wall hits us i know the, oh wow look at the
0: look at the hatch oh yeah it's we're coming getting up it. already nice
1: oh that is
0: great
1: the yeah. hatch is a good indicator of what's going on out
0: there yeah and, and to those of you like like we were saying when we got started there was a huge wall of snow that was headed this way yeah so it should be here Looks like it's arriving now. Yeah. yeah those are big flakes, too. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm, like, all stoked on the snow. It's funny. Yeah.
1: But I haven't uh, – granted, I haven't been snowed in by
0: a few feet yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's That would be – that that's would get, totally that'd be crazy. crazy. Yeah. 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 So – Well, cool, man. Well, so – with your Oh, oh, I want to talk about this truck a little bit. There's yeah. some, there's some history with this truck. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's kind of like a story that you were you were saying when we came up to check out this road to see if it was open. Yeah. and not closed off. You're like, "You know, I want to tell the story of this truck." Yeah. And uh do, do you mind sharing that on the of podcast? Course, yeah.
1: It's pretty um kind of all started I think 2014, maybe 2013 I should say. A little rough on the years, but 4 or 5 years ago, Brian of Exploring Elements who's like a photographer, blogger, journalist kind of guy. Um, He built the truck in XP Camper's factory, and uh, he put his blood, sweat, and tears into this truck. And it was in SEMA show in 2014. It was on like outdoor magazine. The cover and the front and back has done, you know, a few different uh, like 10 to 15, I think, magazines and, and online articles and stuff. So there was a lot of different sponsors on the build, like Warren, I believe, and Method. And so it was really cool to just see, you know, all those people come together. And, and Brian's vision of this was like his design for the camper. And he wanted the cab over or sorry, non cab over because he was a big kayaker. So he fit like four kayaks up on the roof rack and two mountain bikes where your bed would usually be. But um, uh, so he lived in it for four years. And it's been, it's done a huge circle around North America. It's been to Prudhoe Bay in Alaska, you know, all the way down to Mexico and all the way over Florida and been all the way up to the East coast of Canada. So it's already done a lot of the route I want to do. And it's really cool to just kind of continue that and, and make my own alterations. I feel like vehicles get to a certain point with some owners, you know, some people can build them out fully, and some people just, they say like, this is good. And then it goes to another, through another hands and it just kind of gets that next level. And that's what I feel like this rig is, is kind of getting to is that next level. And it's, it's fun to call it my own in a sense, even though I didn't build the camper and, you know, I don't get to, to claim that, you know,
0: yeah. but it's. But what a, yeah. what a cool rig and what a cool individual to buy that from you know, yeah somebody was like dude i'm doing this and that's yeah if he did exactly. that you know if he started in 2007 would you say or, or no 2000 well so it'd be for
1: 2013 i believe is when he started okay. building the rig but i think before that so he was in a sportsmobile before that okay so, so he was, the other so cool he was thing.
0: so he was out doing this all way early compared to oh yeah you know like it's, it's it's become kind of a thing now yeah i think even
1: 2007 2008 i think he might have even been around then yeah the timelines are hard for me to remember but um he had a sportsmobile before this which was really cool because I was thinking about getting a 4x4 van and I'm like okay obviously he likes this better yeah so that was a fun <laughs> yeah. a fun thing I'm like all right, all right there you go but um yeah it was cool to know that like I mean when he met me at Overland Expo last year and I bought the rig he was living in it up until the day I bought it and so it was cool to know like okay this isn't yeah. some you know overland rig that someone's tried to say slap a camper on it and call it overland yeah but it's it's true it's,
0: or, or built by somebody who's never overland before exactly it, it, you know it's easy to spot those rigs when you see those things out there they're like they're like oh there's this new rig on the market i'm like it's not gonna work yeah, so, <laughs> yeah it's just that it doesn't have the features it needs yeah know? exactly yeah but that's what's so
1: cool there's so many new ones coming out i feel like it's just such a fad in a way that it's so cool that yeah there's all these different, like the Kimbo, for example. Dude, that the was Kimbo so kick-ass checking that out on yeah. Sam's, Sam's truck. Yeah. The Kimbo is, I, I feel like that's one of the hard side campers you could you could call an Overland camper
0: almost because it's so light yep. and it's so strong. The you craftsmanship know, things, on it yeah. looks incredible. Yeah. So that's a cool. That's a cool camper for sure.
1: Yeah. But yeah, there's so many options. It's fun. But one thing I've learned is I second-guess things a lot and but once i'm actually every night i spend in this rig it's the more i feel like i couldn't
0: have anything else yeah oh yeah so dude, i can tell you man after being on the road for so long and seeing this you're you're dialed in yeah
1: that's (laughs) that's cool to hear yeah because i'm not (laughs) full-time yet yeah and i'm totally like newbie at this and uh i mean i'm stoked though i mean i feel like i've done everything to
0: prepare and, and have all the the fun things along the way, so. Well, dude, and, like, seeing your vehicle rolled down the road, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I was looking at my rear view today, and we were rolling up here. Yeah. And I was like, man, it just, it just looks tough. It's got a cool stance to it. Yeah. You know, it's obviously, you can tell, like, it's a custom build. Yeah. So, pe- everybody wants to see that. I know,
1: and that's, like, that's so much, that's such the fun about it, too, is you camp, and people just come over, and they want to know, and they want to talk. So, you meet so many more people having an individual kind of rig like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful to to have a rig that stands out that much that I didn't have to spend years building, to be quite honest, because yeah. you know He's I, th- I think it's more important it to customize it as your own. Yeah, I think it's yeah definitely more important to hit the road and then like you, I mean you you know exactly what you want. So if you were to build a camper or buy a camper, like I know exactly it's an I mean. easy decision. Yeah, versus people who maybe haven't done it,
0: it's not. Yeah.
1: Well, Well, and and I
0: I think you brought up a good thing about just hit the road. Yeah, you know you don't need that perfect rig because if you're always waiting for that perfect rig, you may never get it. It's like you can hit the road with what you have right now. Yeah, and then just you you customize according to what your space layout and how much space you actually have. Exactly. Same with storage and stuff like that. You work with it. Yeah. So and a a big reason too. Another another just to touch on like why I
1: kind of hit the road and my brother um, had very serious heart surgery he has a valve had a valve replacement a few years ago and like was like almost died really he was it was some serious shit and that really made me think like oh wow like even if i'm planning things a year or two out like you just never know and yeah that was a that was a big like big big re- really big push to say okay i don't care you know how long i don't care if this gets me out of my career, I got to restart in a year or two. I'm yeah. doing this
0: now. Yeah, so. dude, I think you're gonna like it, man. Yeah, yeah. It's just the people you meet and yeah. just the freedom that you have. It's all. It's kind of fun when you forget what day it is and also what date it is. You're like, dude, I, re- <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah, you know. Like, <laughs> and I'm being honest. You know. I know. And it's like I used to live by the this you know freaking schedule. And, yeah, I know. Yeah, especially when I was in the corporate world. Yeah, you know? it's just after a while you just kind of just you're like all right, I'm making. I'm making another company money, which is making somebody else's dreams come true. Yeah. While I'm getting a wage, you know, which was decent, yeah. but it's like I don't know. You just think like, is is that worth like your health and your youth? Yeah. You know, and and because uh, I can always like as like I've said, I can always work when I'm older. Totally. So
1: that's the thing. I think people are
0: afraid of working
1: when they're. I mean, I don't. I don't know. You don't want to work when you're too old, but right. at the same time, you can. Like I said earlier, like if you have something you enjoy doing. As long as you're physically able to get out of bed, then
0: yeah, then great. Yeah, you're gonna enjoy doing it. Well, you know, and, and also, too, I think as humans, like people need something to do, they need a purpose. Exactly. That's you know, yeah. if you get up every day and you don't have anything to do, I mean, like, yeah. I'm sorry, but you're gonna die young.
1: Yeah, no, it's true, it's true. And then, you know, a big thing um, back to back to that is I'd hear stories too of people who I'm sure everyone has heard or story or has someone they know that maybe planned a perfect retirement and then you know, they, they pass like right when that came up or a few years after. And it's like,
0: yeah. 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 I, you know, I just, I never want to live life feeling like, uh, like I'm too afraid to take those risks because it is a risk to come out I mean, totally, like, you know, you, your parents kind of look at you like you're crazy, at least mine did. You know, they're, they're yeah. like, is everything all right? You know, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and some friends were like that too. They're like, you're going to go live in your vehicle? Like, what Yeah. <laughs> and then and then once they realized the path that I was on, the bigger picture, totally. they like, oh, we get it. But but you still have people that question you about it. So it takes courage to stand up to that and be like, no, no, don't worry. I'm doing this for my self-improvement and for just for myself. Yeah. As a whole, just to broaden my horizons and maybe give me some new perspectives. Yeah. And then once you get out here, man, and, and, you, and you start – living this way and like I said you lose track of the days and you're just like I'm in this yeah you exactly know? exactly it's because it's, it's a cool feeling yeah
1: you bring up a good point too like talking to people about it I think is really important just in general holding yourself accountable I mean with anything if you have a goal and you tell somebody you're yeah. probably gonna achieve that and it it's kind of drove me a little crazy to be honest because I've been this is probably every day I wake up the past two years it's like what I think about trying to get to that Okay, what do we got to sell? And then also, what are we gonna? How are we gonna dial in the rig for what we want or what I want? But anyways, I think telling people is really important. And you know, now I'm at the point where I kind of planned to be full time maybe three, four months ago, Mm -hmm. and things have taken a little bit longer, mainly to sell my Jeep. That's taken a while. But uh, I have people, my friends, are like, "When are you? When are you going full time? When you?" And now they're excited about it, and they're kind of pushing me, Uh which is cool. So I'm like. I gotta get out, like I gotta do this now. So the moment I sell that Jeep, like yeah. I might even I mean, if I don't sell it in the next month, I might even say, Hey, parents, like you can sell this for me, right? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the thing. I'm a top too, dollar. <laughs> right? And that's the thing too, like utilize your family, your friends, your uh-huh. to help you. Not don't take advantage, of course, but people like wanna be a part of the dream and they yeah. wanna help you get there. Even if it's just mental, even if it's just talking about it. Yeah. So
0: yeah, I get it. I get so many people just ask me, just hey, what's it like? You know? Like, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell them too. It's like, hey, I won't bullshit them. Like it's tiring. Yeah. You know, you're running around all the time. That's physically exhausting. We got big rigs, you know, going on four x four trails. If they're technical trails, it takes a lot of concentration and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you can be pretty tired by the time you get everything set up and get going. But you know, you're you talking about challenging yourself, and uh, you know, be it when you're alone and. and being solo. That's when I started doing long distance hiking, was when I was alone. I'm like, dude, I got like four hours to kill. There's like a badass trail right there. I might as well. I mean, like, the universe kind of paired me up. He's like, yo, dumbass, get into hiking, you know? And ever since I started doing that, man, it's like, it's just amazing to, yeah. uh, you know, that you get back in some of those areas, like some of those ruins that are back in here, the, yeah. the cliff dwellings that I've been going to. You fucking get up there and you're just like, dude, I can't believe places like this exist. Yeah. And that's what's so cool after, like, you know, being in the corporate world, like both you and I were. Mm-hmm. And people see the same shit day in and day out. Oh yeah. Sometimes they might even see the same cubicle for the next, you know, for, for, they've, they've seen it for a decade and they will see it for the next decade. Yeah. Like that's their life. Yeah. You know, and you got to wonder if that person is afraid to challenge themselves and get on the road. Yeah. You know? It's not, true. not wait for that perfect vehicle yeah. and, yeah. and make it happen because it's like, that's what I did. You know, I was like, course i'd love to have a sports mobile when i get on the road couldn't afford one yeah and you know, i was like ah, oh, fuck it i'll just yeah. deck out my truck and figure it out on the way along yeah you know and i started out real bare bones and then i built up according to what i liked because uh-huh. i realized i mean when i first got on the road i had too much stuff and i got rid of all of it and then i was too bare bones and then i had built it back up yeah so yeah uh, you know it's kind of like a a purge and then a, a rebuild but I look for everything to have like a dual purpose. Yeah. You know, that way, your gear, like, you're like, okay, well, I don't, I don't need to buy that one and that one. This one piece does both.
1: Yeah. I think that's so important. That's so important. And I think everyone's going to probably down, like, once they get on the road for a while, probably like purge a few things, like you said. Yeah. It's interesting, too, for me. I'm kind of a perfectionist. I'm like, okay, I need, like, I can fit a Camp Chef stove oven right there. I need it. and and now I'm out and I'm using I'm like do I really need this big oven and it's like I love having it but to your point like you don't you don't really know what you need until until you're out using it and I think yeah if if money especially if if savings or like money is tight or you're trying to you know get by it's just like just Just don't don't buy it yeah just don't whatever you just don't buy
0: it and then see if you really need it well you know because so many people want to they're like i want to build out my rig and then go on the road and i'll see them buy stuff i'm like that's not gonna work back there yeah like like the rooftop tent
1: yeah you don't want to set that up and
0: break it down every day yeah rooftop every day
1: yeah i had one for two years and the coolest thing i did in it was i slept we were like parked at the jeep in a river and i slept over top of a river (laughs) And I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's <laughs> but, funny, dude.
0: Right? But other than that. Dude, I slept over a river yeah,
1: last night. <laughs> yeah. No, really. I was like the post or whatever. But I I don't know. I think I said I slept in a river because <laughs> we were technically in it. But, but no, I mean, it, it's a tent that you have to climb a ladder to get into with an ice pad. Yeah. And, and I think they also, people don't think about the weight, you know, they're 150 pounds <laughs> usually and. A normal tent a lot less, and it's not up high. It's not affecting your center of gravity. It's not affecting your clearance. I think rooftop tents are are cool. A lot of people really, really love them. Um, But I don't know. They're certainly not a necessity. And I think they're something that, you know, after you camp for a long time, you could say, okay, maybe. And I think maybe I want this. I think you really need to try them out, maybe even. Yeah. Rent something I first. Would, and, yeah, and I'd see. say rent.
0: Yeah. You know, the one thing I I think that is nice about those is the drop down room that they'll have. You know, from, yeah, the from, annex. Yeah, yeah, the annex. That yeah. that seems really attractive. But mm-hmm. then again, it's like hey, you can't drive anywhere mm-hmm. with it deployed. Oh no! <laughs> <Yeah>. No, oh, <laughs> you hell just no! screw that thing up. <laughs> yeah, you know. And uh, and then it's like packing it up when it's wet. Yeah. all those different things.
1: Yeah, I used my annex once. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> then when I had it, yeah. yeah, it was just a little bit extra setup, and it was just I just didn't really need it but uh yeah i will say the setup and i had the the tapui it was an autana i think sky or something but it was the you know it wasn't like a hard top like some of them have hard tops and they pop right up yeah i think i like those a little better but um the setup was not bad it was it wasn't quick super quick and easy but it was kind of it was kind of fun it wasn't too bad I, I think it was better than setting up a tent but for the price there they're just a lot of money yeah I think so if you have like a Tacoma or you have a truck, have you seen the go fast campers? Yeah, I have. Oh, those things. Yep.
0: Those look awesome.
1: 250 pounds. You've got a rooftop tent built into a cab over truck bed topper yep. with the chromoly tubing. I think really beautiful roll cage. All three
0: of the sides pop out. I really like those. Do you know if those sides though, if they're, if they're, Kind of airtight, or does that... they they are they have so are they? okay so I, I believe they
1: have like a they have air that's I think it's either sucking in or blowing out or something so it's airtight okay or I think it I think it's like a almost like a fan blowing out and if any dust were to try and get in it would there'd be air coming out so it would just kind of keep all the dust out okay a lot of the that kind of Australian worry. trailers and like Patriot campers does that oh. with their trailers but I just wondering about that
0: yeah but they seem cool I've seen them online.
1: I like those a lot. Yeah. yeah. Seem pretty good. Yeah. And they use like billet aluminum parts, like really beautiful made in the USA stuff. And they're good. They're, I think they're like five grand for the Tacoma one. Yeah. Oh. It's a pretty good price. Versus the A T overland habitats. Oh my stuff. gosh, those
0: things are expensive now. Yeah, I think they're like eight grand or yeah, something. And yeah. And then there's like extra stuff you get on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. Make it even more expensive. Yeah. So so where like once once you do hit the road full time, where's yeah. your first stop? So if I have enough
1: time, I'd like to go through New Mexico and Texas. I really, I have a spot on South Padre Island in Texas that I think would be really cool. But if I take another month or so, I might just head up to, I got to be in Canada in June for like a little project, helping some family with some uh, family business stuff. And then that might be a little bit, a little bit sooner even. So, yeah, the, running up the West Coast, I'm really excited to go up the Pacific Coast Highway. And Northern Cali, Oregon, Coos Bay in Oregon. I don't know if you've ever been there or looked at that. It's like sand dunes right on the coast with, like, forest. And you can oh, man,
0: that'd be and, so cool yeah. to see. So I'm
1: really excited. I want to spend a lot of time in Oregon. And then after in July, after Calgary, I want to head to Alaska. That's kind of the plan. It seems like a long journey now. <laughs> like talking about it right now, it's, <laughs> you're like damn, I'm
0: gonna be doing a lot of driving. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, wow, it's gonna be a lot of work. to where you're
0: like fucking. I know it,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> no, but I think it's good to have the goals of where you want to go to, and then I feel like I'm definitely gonna. I have to get to Alaska this summer. <laughs> I just I mean, have that's, to. That's cool, man. Yeah, It'd be a blast. Yeah.
0: Well, cool, man. Well, I think we got a good podcast yeah. here. So. Yeah, that
1: was fun. I hope everyone enjoyed it. I was, we were just kind of rambling, but yeah, tell I liked people, it. Tell people how to find
0: you yeah. on, on online and all that stuff. Yeah, so down to
1: mob overland is, is the name. I just, put, just added the overland. I might take it out. I don't know. But down to mob with a two. So down number two mob on uh, Instagram and YouTube are the big kind of things I'm doing. I'm trying to do a video one per week on YouTube. But definitely trying to keep everyone up to date with stories and stuff. But yeah, check it out. I'd love to have you follow the adventures. And if you like what Brian's doing, I'm sure you won't mind uh, what I'm doing. So, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely check him out. He's got some good stuff. And this truck, this thing is incredible, incredible man. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. The truck's fun. Lots of pictures of the truck and, and videos. And
0: and the cool thing about what I'm trying to do is just
1: document. Like I'm I'm trying to be honest too. Like, hey, I've not done this, mm-hmm. so I want kind of want to do a video series of the first week or oh definitely a few weeks man. on the road and and i'm really big on showing people my mistakes so
0: <laughs> <laughs> there'll be some good humor in there yeah i love that <laughs> i love
1: i love laughing at myself
0: right <laughs> all right thanks phil man all
1: right thanks for watching listen that's <laughs> <laughs> all good